on this episode of Free Beer and Real Estate. This is just a change from what it was, this insane seller's market where everything sold in a week or less, to what is more typical throughout history. Hey everyone, it's time again to crack open a cold one and talk real estate with Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, based in Cleveland, Ohio. We are chatting about all things real estate, from agent training, real estate investing, buyer and seller tips, and more. It's free beer and real estate. So is it crashing? That's the question I'm getting. Is the real estate market crashing? What's going on? Everyone's panicking. The stock market is down. That must mean that real estate is going to drop as well. But we'll take a look at some hard figures today, some facts and figures, numbers, historical data, and kind of put things in perspective. And Tony and I will give you our prognostications. So like anyway, that. that that's the intro. You like that, Tony? I do like that. That's good. That's, that's That'll be my word of the day. <laughs> I just wanted to use that word as reality. So anyway, let me do quick intros here. Mike Ferrante, Century 21 Homestar, 21 Mike team. Uh, we run a team pretty much northern half of Ohio. And there were about 40 agents and on pace to close about 700, maybe over 700 deals this year, Tony. And with your brokerage, you make it quite easy to do that. You uh, have over 500 agents and thousands of sales a year and decades in the business. Tony, tell us how we reach you and uh, tell me anything else. I d- tell me something I don't know about you today, Tony. What, what mm. don't I know about you and your real estate career? Let's see. What don't you know? Uh, other than, uh, you know, I always stress this to people because uh, a lot of people like, uh, even included got into real estate somewhere along, you know, their career path. I got into real estate right out of college. So this is all I know, <laughs> but wow. I know it backwards and forwards and left and right and everything there. So sometimes people don't know that sometimes they, cause they talk to so many realtors out there, not too many people grow up as an agent, like right out of college. Right. Everybody tries a few things and then say, hey, I might want to get into real estate. There's very few people that says, I got into real estate right out of college. <laughs> so That's quite true. That's quite true. And Tony, you, what's amazing about you, among many things, is that you're very accessible to us as agents at, at your brokerage. And uh, pretty much for anybody who wants to talk real estate or wants to learn more about, about Homestar, uh, you can get Tony at 216-374-1269. Best way to get me is Mike at 21mike.com or message us on whatever platform you're watching. By the way, guys, uh, sure would love some feedback on the content we're giving you. Want to know what you think, if you think that, uh, like what direction you think the market is going. Um, obviously, everyone's got an opinion, Tony. And, you know, listening to people, you're not sure what to what to listen to, what not to listen to. And all I can tell you is that I've run some numbers and whether you're a real estate agent, whether you're just a consumer curious about what's happening in the world, there's nothing better than data. So instead of just listening to uh, the, uh, the uh, opinions of people that are unsubstantiated, uh, I think it's really important to know the numbers and know where to get the numbers. We have an awesome MLS system. That's our multiple listing system that can spit out reports left and right. So if you don't know how to do that, get with your uh, mentor, team leader, broker, manager, whoever it is, and learn how to generate this data. Because using this data, you can become 
the local expert, you know, even if it's on a micro level, like Tony, for many years, you've lived in Mayfield Heights and surrounding area. And I remember you telling stories about back in the day, when you go look at houses in Mayfield Heights, you'd look at all six houses that were on the market, because that's all there were. And then of course, markets shift, and there were 50 some houses on the market. And now it's back to that five or 10, right. Uh, but knowing the data and knowing how to understand it and convey that to your clients is so important. So any, any high level thoughts before I start digging into some numbers, Tony, because I want to share all the data I pulled today and then have you comment on it. Oh, definitely. No, exactly that. Uh, markets change and just, I just think a lot of agents, the industry in general is not going to understand what's going on sometimes because it's been so long of an, of a, a uptick basically from 2008 till now so how many years is that 14 years 14 years and that more than i would say 60 to 70 percent of the realtors that are active in the country have never even been in the real estate business more than 10 years so they don't understand this no matter what they read or they've been through it but just like you said i've been in markets where you know, if you pick one city like Mayfield Heights, there's six houses on the market. But I've been in markets where I go in Mayfield Heights, someone wants looking for a $150,000 house. We have to stand, sit on the phone for a while because we can't see all 40 or 50 of these houses. And then you make a decision. We got to narrow it down. And some agents don't even know, like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm going to be in a market someday where I, I can't even show them every house in a price range in a city. Yes, it will happen. It will happen over the next few years, uh, in my opinion. For sure. And that's the thing. Markets move slowly. And I'm kind of curious, uh, those of you who are either shopping, buying, selling in the market or agents in the market, if you're listening or to or, or watching this, um, you know, tell me, what are you seeing? I'll tell you what I'm seeing. I'm seeing houses not selling in two days anymore. I'm seeing uh, not as many multiple offers, not as many showings. You know, we had a, a new listing hit the market in a great city, Rocky River, and we only had about five showings, which, you know, hey, back in the day, we'd be thrilled, right, Tony? Man, five showings in the first weekend, we'd be thrilled. And we had five or 10 people at the open house. Uh, but it's shifting back to what is more of a normal market. Okay, we're not there yet because I'm going to share some numbers with the, with you that are probably going to boggle your mind. So let me go ahead and do this. I'm going to get these numbers uh, ready to go here. Um, all right, the first one I want to talk about is listings because that's what we've all been dealing with, right? Uh, everyone's saying there's no inventory. There's a, a shortage, uh, inventory shortage, no no listings. So what, what I've pulled up here is the last five years, and we all know what has happened for the last five years, the steady downtrend in number of listings, the peaks and valleys that you see, that's summer and winter, because we know more homes hit the market in the warmer months here in Northeast Ohio, and during the winter, there are fewer. So that's the normal cyclical up and down of listings. What I'm going to focus on right now is just the months of June. Okay. So if I go back five years, this past June, we, you see a little spike there. We actually got back up to 2,500 listings, just over 2,500 listings. This is residential listings in Northeast Ohio. Last year, this same time of year, 2,356. So yes, there are more listings on the market, but I'm seeing people posting. Like I saw a, a, someone I know on Facebook saying, Inventory is up by 30%. No, it's not. <laughs> year over year, we're up not even 200 listings over the year before. 
the year before that was 2851 in June. And in 19 and, and 18, it was in the 4000s. And you have to go all the way back to June of 2017 to find a year where we had in June over 5200 listings. So yes, inventory is creeping up. But is it night and day? Absolutely not. This is a normal thing for this time of year. More listings hit the market. Plus, we have rising rates, uncertainty, all this stuff going on that has pulled a bunch of buyers out of the market. So, of course, inventory is going to go up. Tony, any quick comment? You know, you know what? Let me do this, Tony. Let me talk about number of sales real quick, and then I'm going to throw this uh, to, to, to you. Active listings and number of sales. Those of you with uh, video, the blue line is number of sales. What strikes me about this is that... Tony, you and I talk about this all the time. Over the last five years, people probably think, well, gee, this inventory shortage, it must have resulted in fewer homes being sold, right? It's, it's only logical. There's no inventory. How could we sell as many homes? Look at this blue line. It is like as steady as you can get. It looks like a heartbeat. It's up and down and up and down. Literally going to last June here, 1,677 sales. Last year, 1,821. Year before that, 1,565, 1,641, 1,740. It's pretty much the same. 16 to 1,800 sales every June. And it hasn't changed even with this inventory shortage. So that's why I'm saying the sky's not falling. Tony, quick comments on these numbers. I know I threw a lot of numbers at you guys, but go ahead and get, lay it on us, Tony. Yeah, no, that's exactly how I feel. The number of sales, as this graph shows, will, I feel, stay very consistent. It just was the number of houses on the market. Market, Not as many people were selling their house, but just as many people are buying the house. And the reason why my feeling is going to continue is because in our market, I mean, this, this line in uh, a retirement area like Florida or California at certain areas or, you know, Arizona might be totally different, but we're in Ohio and I'm saying this and, and anybody listening to this in Ohio, obviously any not in Ohio is a different market, but we have our normal sales are people needing to move their first time home buyers. Uh, they're got married, they're having kids, they're retiring, they're uh, moving on, they're moving to Florida, whatever, that's going to continue. That's why I think I love our market in Ohio because it's steady. It's, it's, I'm not going to say proof, uh, economy proof, but I'm going to say it's more stable and stronger because it's normal things, no matter where the rates are going to go or whatnot. But yes, there's going to be different times, like you can see here, amount of how many people decided to sell. And uh, you can see that. And I'm sure you have more numbers that, to prove that. Right, Mike? <laughs> That's kind of where I'm going. So I, I've pulled up some more numbers here and I'm going to rattle some off. Uh, the green line is number of days to sell. That's median market time. And then I have price. Price is the blue line. Now, you would think that if the market were grinding to a halt, that number of days to sell would be going way up like it does every winter. So again, it, it, the, the peaks, we have peaks and valleys here in Northeast Ohio, slow months and busy months. In the slow months, winter, just call it January, that's when we peak out. That's, that's when the days to sell, it might even get close to 60 to 70 five years ago. So uh, let's just start with the five years ago numbers. Days to sell, oh, this I'm looking at June, yeah. But back in January, we got close to 70. But let's talk about June since that was last month. 
five years ago, 48 days to sell in June, 43 the next year, 2019, 41. Then it was 32 days to sell in 2020. That's when we started really seeing that market time come down. Last year in June, 10 days to sell a house was the median. So surely that must be skyrocketing now because uh, the, uh, the, the real estate market is crashing, right? No, we're down to seven days to sell a house last June. And then the other number I'm showing you is price. Everyone is scared that, oh my God, prices are going to plummet. Now, again, Tony and I are not, uh, we're not psychics and we don't have crystal balls, but if there is a price change, I can't imagine it's going to be drastic. What's interesting though, is every winter, our prices do dip a little bit here in Northeast Ohio. So you can kind of see, if those of you who could see that blue line, let me just rattle off some numbers for you. Last month, we hit another all-time high for median sale price over 211,000, which is up from 199.9 the uh, year before, up from 164.9 in 2020, and so on and so on. These numbers continue to trend up. And if there is an adjustment, I guess I think my interpretation of this is nothing happens quickly. That if there is a downturn, if prices do drop, it's going to be slow and steady, just like these numbers have always been in the past. So, quick summary here. Market time is still down. Homes are selling an average median rather of seven days and your median sale price is up again to 211,500 in Cuyahoga County. Any quick thoughts, Tony? Yes, and I'm gonna say this in, uh, in the nicest way possible. <laughs> I have agents on the phone that like uh, almost daily, like what do you think the market, especially new agents, like is this the right time to get into real estate? That kind of talk. And they talk about, I say, tell them, you be concerned about how many houses are selling. Don't be concerned in real estate. It's not your concern about the values of the house. That won't affect your business. You know who cares about the value of the house? The owners of the house. It's kind of like a stockbroker. You know, they want their people to make money. But if the stock market comes down, do you see a bunch of stockbrokers getting out of the business? No. <laughs> People move, still have to invest their money in stock, right, Mike? You probably have the same guys or people for years, and the market's been up and down since you've been investing and putting money in retirement. Have anybody gone out of business? No. Same with real estate. The values of the houses are going to change. My opinion, the values of the houses will hopefully stay the same for the owners, but what's going to happen is this is going to tick up the amount of houses. You see that in 2017, it's going to go back up to that in the future. And then when someone who bought last year and then say five years from now, they want to sell. And then the inventory is back up to where it was in 2017. They're probably not going to sell their house for much more money than they bought it today. I mean, that's my opinion. And I saw it happen in the past. So I'm just, everything's cyclical and history repeats itself is that I have a feeling that people five years from now go, hey, I bought it for my house for 250. What do you sell for today? 250. Like what? I didn't get any equity. Well, I hope they do, but I'm just saying that's my opinion. What's going to happen. But you still got the sale. They're just upset because the value is not higher than they thought it would be having a house for five years. Does that make sense, Mike? I, it's absolutely, it makes sense. And I think in a lot of cases and a lot of our answers, Tony, always start with, well, it depends. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. 
real estate agents serving all of Ohio. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or you're an agent looking to partner with the number two team for Century 21 in the entire U.S., contact Mike via email at mike at 21mike.com. So it's going to be very specific to, gosh, did they did they have to extend themselves and buy a house for maybe more than it really was worth? Maybe they were in a multiple offer situation and they went 50 grand over the list price. You know, someone like that may very well be in that boat that you're talking about. What I'm hoping is that the median, you know, because you're still going to have some people who are still getting good deals, you know, during this uh, crazy time, I got a great deal on a rental property that I bought. It was a certain set of circumstances. I felt like I bought it under market value. I always joke when I, or I laugh when I hear people talk about under market value, because technically whatever you paid for it is market value, right, Tony? But uh, I'm hoping that in the long run, that, that the, the trend will continue upwards. Uh, we, we've seen over time, with the exception of 2008 to 2012, when, when prices dropped, in general, our real estate prices stay con- consistent. Now, we're not going to see that crazy 10% appreciation we've seen. We all know that. that. That time is over. We're going back to a normal, you know, quote, normal time when market times range from 30 to 45, maybe even up to 60 days in the winter. That's that's normal, guys. And, and again, Tony said in the beginning, a lot of agents haven't been in business long enough to know what normal is. So right. right. example, just to say, it's just, uh, of course, there's uh, there's a lot of factors to it, but people have seen, I know I have agents and I've that tell me stories there. Oh, their buyers are buying these properties and they know that the sellers bought it three years ago and they're making 30, $40,000 on the property. And, and I go, but don't make that be their advisor and say, I could guarantee that three years from now, you'll be able to do the same thing. We never know. It's the markets, just like the stocks. You can't guarantee this stock will be worth this three years from now. So I always try to warn agents, you, you get, we'll see the market then. Uh, and and uh, when real estate is, uh, is a long-term investment, if you don't touch it, it's a long-term investment. It's not a short-term investment unless you're going to fix it up a rental or make some improvements and flip it. But if you're just buying it and doing minor things, just painting, it's, it's a long-term investment. And that's what you got to explain to people. And that's why I think our market is most people are not buying to sell in a year or two from now and not do anything to the property. That's right. Yep. That's a great point, Tony. One more set of numbers and then we're going to wrap up because we're already to our 20 minute mark. But I, what I wanted to pull up was the ratio of list price to sale price. You know, back in the day, Tony, remember we'd be writing offers and buyers would say, well, what's a respectable offer? And we'd typically say, well, you know, at least if you're around 90% of list price, that's a respectable offer. Lately, it's been, well, how much over list price do we have to go to get the house in many cases? So that's what the list price to sale price ratio is. Uh, those of you who can see that, that is the green line. And then I've got the uh, months of inventory. There's a fancy name called absorption rate for this, but it's essentially how many months of inventory we have. If no new homes came on the market, uh, how many months would it take for us to run out of houses? And that combines the inventory with how fast houses are selling. And it tells us how many months of inventory that we have. So last month, again, you'd expect, well, geez, that there's no way that homes are still selling on average over list price, right? Wrong. 
last month here in Northeast Ohio, we hit an all-time high, 103% of list price, 3% over asking price was average. Last year, 2021, 102%. Year before that, 98%. And in past years, it's more like 94 to 96% is, quote, normal. Guys, eventually we're going to start returning to that normal percentage of list price, sale price. Uh, but for now, it hasn't started happening yet. Again, things are going to change slowly. The other thing is months of inventory. That's the blue line there for those of you who can see it. One and a half months of inventory. In past years, we usually hover between three and five months of inventory. That's sort of a balanced market in our area. And I think that's pretty much typical across the U.S., uh, but so far, that's not really changing all that much. Now, we know it's going to. I get it, guys. It's it's going to. But things don't turn on a dime here in Northeast Ohio. We have a nice, stable market. Uh, Tony, any thoughts on these these numbers? I know I threw a lot of numbers at everybody today, but what do you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. And I, I forgot just exactly with the amount of inventory. But the last uh, slide that you had was uh, back in 17 was uh, on average market time was like almost 70 days. So I think a lot of just a little bit of training, a, a lot of agents and a lot of them are successful are not going to be you have to hone your skills on a, a seller that is going to take two, three months to sell their house without freaking out. <laughs> it's true because they it's, might it's remember different... like oh it's like this is normal like what, what do you mean it's not going to sell in a week or two weeks or in the first 30 days no it's going to take two months three months to find the right buyer for your house this is a typical normal market to take two or three months we remember mike in certain markets we would be upset you know when someone would a uh, seller would say i only want a three-month listing we'd be like we'd be worried like we're not gonna be able to sell it in three months we need a six-month listing minimum sometimes nine months, you know, sometimes we remember in a few certain years, we would take a listing and, and we would be For a year. selling six months. Yeah. yeah. So some agents are not going to even understand. What do you mean? A, a year listing is going to, I got to explain to seller why I need a year to sell their house. It's I hopefully never goes back to a year, but it's definitely going to go back to three months. It's definitely going to be that going to be that tipping point somewhere. And that's the I hate to keep on saying the nor normal market. Yep. And even if it's, even if you don't want to use the word normal, it, we're in a shifting market. Things are, are changing. It's, there's a difference between a shift and a crash. This is just a change from what it was, this insane seller's market where everything sold in a week or less to what is more typical throughout history. And I think I, I always tell agents, one of our main jobs is setting expectations. So as you meet with your buyers, meet with your sellers, understanding what is transforming, how it's transforming helps you tell them what to expect and managing their expectations is so important. So hopefully you guys know how to pull these numbers up. Feel free to use my numbers, but, and, and if you guys ever want to know like, Hey Mike, how do you do that? I've got videos on all this stuff. I could share those with you and show you how I pull all these numbers and cool graphs up. Great. Thank you. Great, great information. I love talking about this because I love me some numbers. It does. It's because it's numbers. It shows the past and the past always repeats itself. <laughs> so true. All right, guys, I'd be curious what you guys think. If you think uh, that what I'm saying is, is wrong, or if you think the market is heading in a different direction, I would love to hear it. Comment, like, and please share this info with uh, anyone you think that can use it. And next week we'll uh, dig into some more stuff and see what has changed in a week. And we'll do this again next month as well, Tony. Sounds great. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks to you. Bye. Bye.
We hope you enjoyed free beer and real estate from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. Please subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube by searching for Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. You will find videos, training, and even recipes from 21 Mike's Vegan Kitchen.